Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Rebbe Avram Golder and Tirim Zeches Beya Daf Chaf, the second parak Yantiv. So the three Daf we're going to focus on number one. The Gemara brings a Maisa with Hilah Hazaken, who brought his oldest Reiya to the Azara to do smicha on it on Yantiv. Chavruah loved how many Shami Hazaken tell meeting of Shami Hazaken asked him what animal he's bringing, as they suspected he was bringing Ola, which they hold is prohibited to do smicha on. He answered that it was a female and was a shlamim, and he shook its tail in front of them as if to show them that it was a female, and they walked away. Rashi explains that due to Hillel's great humility, he avoided confrontation and pursued Shalom. On that day, Beishamai had the upper hand, and they attempted to fix the halacha like them. Bava Vebuta, a sage among the Talmudim of Shammai, knew that the halacha followed Beishillel. To enforce this, he sent messengers to bring all the sheep of Kedar, which were the best sheep that were now in Yushalayim, and stood them in the Azar and announced, Misha wrote Salismoch, Yabob Yismoch. Whoever wishes to do smicha and offer it may do so. On that day, Basil had the upper hand, and they established the lech according to them, and there was nobody who protested. Point number two, the Bryson continues with another incident involving one of the Talmud in Basil, who brought an Ola to the Azar on Yantav to do smicha on, and was confronted by one of the Talmud in Beishamah, who said to him, Mazo, smicha, what kind of smicha is this? This is in violation of Beishamah's ruling. The Talmud of Basil responded, Mazo, shtika, what kind of silence is this? You should remain quiet. Shatka ben he silenced him with this rebuke, and he left. This Talmud saw it fit to speak out strongly in Basil's defense, unlike Hillel himself, as the Lach had already been established in accordance with Basil. Abai said, we learn from here, a Chayd Subram Rabban Da'amrei Chavri Milsa, a rabbinic student whose friend improperly criticizes him, should not respond to a greater degree than that of his friend's criticism. For Beishamai's Talmud said, Mazos Micha, and Basil's Talmud responded, Mazos Shtika, responding in a measured way, prevents the dispute from escalating. And pointing with you, Rapuna said, according to the one who says that Nadarim and Nadavas may not be offered on Yantav, do not say that Midaraisa they are fit to be brought on Yantav, which Rashi explains, would be based on the assumption that the superfluous word Lashem to Hashem in the Pasuk would come to include even Nadarim and Nadavas. One might think it's the Rabban who would go there, Gezer Shem Yasha, as a precautionary measure at a concern that were it to remain permitted, one might delay his offerings until Yantav to have plenty of meat. Rashi explains that then something might prevent him from bringing the offerings, and he would transgress balta acher, delaying bringing a pledged offering. Rather, a few midaraisa nami lochazu, even midaraisa, they are not fit to be brought. For the shtei halechem, the two loaves are chobus ayom obligations on Shavuos day, so that making a gezerah out of concern that one might delay them is not applicable. Yet, if one neglected to bake them in advance, ain't a dochos to Shabbos osiyantiv. Their baking is not docha. Shabbos, or Yantav. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara brings up mice with Hilah Hazakin who brought his Olas Re'iyah to the Azar to do smicha on it on Yantav. Chavru Rav, Talmini Shami Hazakin, Talminim Shami Hazakin asked him what animal he was bringing as they suspected he was bringing Ola, which they hold is prohibited to do smicha on. He answered that it was a female and was a Shlamim and he shook its tail in front of them as if to show them that it was a female. And they walked away. Rashi explains that due to Hilah's great humility, he avoided confrontation and pursued Shalom. On that day... Beishamai had the upper hand, and they attempted to fix the halacha like them. Bava ben Buta, a sage among the Talmud of Shammai, knew that the halacha followed Beishillo. To enforce this, he sent messengers to bring all the sheep of Kedar, which were the best sheep that were now in Yushalayim, and stood them in the Azor and announced, Misha wrote Zalismoch, Yabov Yismoch, whoever wishes to do smicha and offer it may do so. On that day, Beishillo had the upper hand, and they established the halacha according to them, and there was nobody who protested. Point number two, the Bryson continues with another incident involving one of the Talmud in Beis who brought an Ola to the Azar on Yantav to do smicha on, and was confronted by one of the Talmud in Beis who said to him, Mazo smicha, what kind of smicha is this? This is in violation of Beis ruling. 
The Talmud of Beis Hillel responded, Mazoshtika, what kind of silence is this? You should remain quiet. Shatka b'nazifa b'halachlo. He silenced him with his rebuke and he left. This Talmud saw fit to speak out strongly in Beis Hillel's defense, unlike Ilul himself, as the luck had already been established in accordance with Beis Hillel. Abai said we learn from here, a rabbinic student whose friend improperly criticizes him should not respond to a greater degree than that of his friend's criticism. For Beis Shammai's Talmud said, Mazo smicha, and Beis Hillel's Talmud responded, Mazo shtika, responding in a measured way prevents the dispute from escalating. And pointed through Rapuna said, according to the one who says that Nadarim and Nadavas may not be offered on Yantav, do not say that Midaraisa said they are fit to be brought on Yantav, which Rashi explains would be based on the assumption that the superfluous word Lashem in the Pazit would come to include even Nadarim and Nadavas. One might think it's the Rabban who goes her Gezer Shem Yasha as a precautionary measure at a concern that were it to remain permitted, one might delay his offerings until Yantav to have plenty of meat. Rashi explains that then something might prevent him from bringing the offerings and he would transgress Baal Ta'achir, delaying bringing a pledged offering. Rather, a few midaraisa namilochazu, even midaraisa, they are not fit to be brought. For the shteyalech and the two loaves are chobas ayom, obligations on Shavuos day, so that making a gazera out of concern that one might delay them is not applicable. Yet, if one neglected to bake them in advance, in a dochos is Shabbos, vosi yantav. Their baking is not dochos Shabbos or yantav. All right, so now we go to Simmerdav Chaf, and our standard simon is a cafe, a cafe. So here goes. The owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, who shied away from confrontation, was proud of his employee who calmly responded to an irate customer to prevent their dispute from escalating. When he told him that the cafe was closing earlier so that the owner could go and help bake the Shtei Lechem before Yantav. So once again, it's motion. The owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, Cafe, that must be more enough, Chaf. The owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, who shied away from confrontation, which reminds us of Hill's great humility when he avoided confrontation with the Talmud and Beishamai over doing smicha on the Olasariya and pursued Shalom. On that day, Beishamai had the upper hand who bikshalik bohalach lakamosan, and they intended to fix the halach like them. Bava ben Buta, a sage among the Talmud and Beishamai, knew that the halach had followed Beishil. To enforce this, he sent messengers to bring all the sheep of Kedar, which were the best sheep that were now in Yushalayim, and stood them in the Azar and announced, Misha rosalismoch, yavov yismoch. Whoever wishes to do smicha and offer it may do so. On that day, Basil had the upper hand and they established the halacha according to them and there was nobody who protested. So the owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, who shied away from confrontation, was proud of his employee who calmly responded to an irate customer to prevent a dispute from escalating, which reminds us of the incident when a Talmud of Beishamai confronted a Talmud of Beishilo over doing smich on the Olasariya. Abai said, we learned from this incident, milsa, a rabbinic student whose friend improperly criticizes him should not respond to a greater degree than that of his friend's criticism. For Beishamai's Talmud said, Mazo smicha, and Beishilo's Talmud responded, Mazo shtika, responding in a measured way, prevents the dispute from escalating. So the owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, who shied away from confrontation, was proud of his employee who calmly responded to an irate customer to prevent a dispute from escalating when he told him that the cafe was closing earlier so the owner could go and help bake the Shtei Lechem before Yantav. Which reminds me of who said, according to the one who says that the Dharma and the may not be offered on Yantav, do not say that the right said they are fit to be brought on Yantav, which Rashi explains would be based on the assumption that the superfluous word Hashem and the Pasuk would come to include even the Dharma and the Rather, a few of the rights and Namilo Chazu, even the rights that they are not fit to be brought. But the Shtei Alechem or Chobos Ayom, obligations on Shavuos Day, so that making Gezer out of concern that one might delay them is not applicable. Yet, if one neglected to bake them in advance, 
Ain't a docha, it's a Shabbos, or it's a Yantav. Their baking is not docha Shabbos, or Yantav. So once again, the owner of the Kedar Sheep Cafe, who shined away from confrontation, was proud of his employee who calmly responded to an irate customer to prevent a dispute from escalating, when he told him that the cafe was closing earlier so that the owner could go and help bake the Shtei Lechem before Yantav. All right, now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. So the simmer Daftazayin is toes. So here goes. When the acrobat with the big toes toes, that must be one Daf Tezayin. When the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, which reminds us that all the person's income is fixed each year from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, with the exception of expenditures for Shabbos and Yom Tovi, and for the expenditures for teaching one's children Torah. For in regard to these expenditures, If one spends less, he receives less, and he spends more, he receives more. And this is learned from the Pasuk, The moon's renewal at the time appointed for our festive day, which refers to Rosh Hashanah, since it's the only holiday that the moon is covered. The word Kesek can also be understood to mean covered. And it says in the next Pasuk, Because it's a decree for Yisrael, a judgment day into the God of Yaakov. The word used for decree is Chok, which can also mean sustenance. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check, that completely covered his children's yeshiva education. He jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos, which reminds us it was said in the Bryce that they said about Shammai Hazakein, that every day he would eat in honor of Shabbos, Matzah If he came across a superior animal any time during the week, he would say, this should be set aside for Shabbos. If he then came across a more superior animal, he would set that aside for Shabbos and eat the first one. But Hillel Azakin had a different standard. For all of his actions were done for the sake of heaven. And he was sure that he would find a fitting animal for Shabbos when the need arose. As it says, Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom. Blessed be my God, day by day. So when the acrobat with the big toes received his circus check that completely covered his children's yeshiva education, he jumped for joy and did so many backflips over the cow he was saving to eat for Shabbos that he forgot to make an eruv to have shilin and had to rely on the rubs communal one, which reminds us that if one forgot to establish and he removed to have shilin, he may rely on the rub of the city who established one for the entire town, but should not be negligent and come to rely on this time and time again. Daf Yudzayin, so the similar Daf Yudzayin is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more in Daf Yudzayin. The used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Moshchosh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car, which reminds us more discusses where to insert Yalva Yavo when Shabbos falls in Moshchosh or Cholomod, whether it's inserted in the Brach of Avoda or in the Brach of Hoda, just as we do for Alanisim, for Chanukah, and Purim. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalva Yavon Moshchosh that falls in Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Erev Tavshilin, and then you have to sell their flour. Which reminds the Gemara asks, Mishul Aniach Eruv Tavshilin, if someone did not establish an Eruv Tavshilin, is he prohibited to bake for Shabbos, and his flour is also prohibited, or perhaps his flour is not prohibited? The Gemara clarifies that the Nafkamina is that if his flour is also prohibited, then he must transfer ownership of his flour to others in order for them to bake for him. But the Gemara brings an explicit price that states that in such a case, he should transfer ownership of his flour to others so that they may bake or cook for him. So the used car salesman who gave all his customers a free where to say Yalbi Yabon Roshkoj that falls on Shabbos chart in the shape of a car told his wife that he forgot to make an Arab Tavshilin and that he'd have to sell their flour when in fact he ate the Arab. Which reminds the Mishnah Dav Tezvav Amabe stated regarding the Arab Tavshilin, If one ate it 
or if it was lost before the preparations for Shabbos had been completed, one may not cook in reliance on it primarily for Shabbos. On our Dafa, by Sidnaktinim, we hold the following tradition. If one started to prepare his dough for Shabbos and his erev was eaten before he finished baking his bread, he may finish baking. Daf so the simmer Daf Yudches is a chuppah. So here goes. The chuppah, chuppah, that must be more Daf Yudches. The chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tamay ring while making sure to total it before Shabbos. Which reminds us that more brings four different reasons why the rabbin prohibited immersing kalim on Shabbos and Yantu. So the chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tamay ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, which reminds us, the Gemara objects to Rav's reason that Rabban prohibited immersing kale on Shabbos and yonta mikneshen near kamasakim kli because it's similar to making a kli usable. If so, a tamay person should also be prohibited from immersing himself since he appears to be repaired by this immersion. The Gemara answers, Adam near kamaker, a person who's tovel in a mikvah appears to be cooling himself. His true motive to render himself taller is not readily apparent and therefore doesn't appear to be a form of repair. Rav said the person may also be tovel on Yom Kippur because of the principle of Hoyl. So the chuppah was almost called off when the chassan lost the tummy ring while making sure to tovel it before Shabbos. But when he ran down to cool off in the mikvah, he found the ring in a stone cleat that someone was using to tovel tummy water in on Shabbos. Which reminds us the Mishnah Dab Yud Zayin Amabe stated the Shavin Shemashikin and Samayim Bekli Evan Lataharan Avalomat Bilin. Beisham and Beisol agree that we may make tummy water contiguous to the waters of a mikvah in a stone kli to be matarim, but we should not immerse this tummy water. The act of a shaka making the waters contiguous serves to fuse them into a single entity of mikvah water, analogous to planting seeds in the ground and freeze them of tuma. The Gemara here asks, what does the Mishnah mean when it says Avalomat Bilin? We should not immerse. Shmuel explain, Avalomat Bilin is a kli we may not immerse a tame kli by way of its water to be matar it on yantav. This is why using a stone kli is required, since stone kalim cannot become tame. Dafyotes, the simmer dafyotes is a yacht. A yacht. So here goes. The Pesach cruise on a yacht. Yacht. That must be more duff. Yotes. The Pesach cruise on a yacht provided a mikvah for the more machmir passengers who wanted to change chaburas. Which reminds the Gemara brings a brace that explains We may immerse kaling from one purpose to another or from one group to another in Yantav means if someone wants to be machmir and tolba kli a second time for a different purpose, it is not considered tikkun kli since the tefillah is not required for any purpose. Similarly, a person who tolba to join one chabura for the Pesach can be machmir and tolba again in Yantav to join another chabura. So the Pesach cruise on a yacht provided a mikvah for the more machmir passengers who wanted to change chaburas, as well as hands-on demonstrations on how to do smicha on a chagig and which reminds us the Mokhuz Beisham Meisil regarding which kabbanas can be brought on a chag is based on the Pesach of a chagosim chag l'shem. You shall celebrate as a chag unto Hashem. Beisham say chagiga in Ozreiya lo. The chagiga may be offered, but the Ozreiya may not. But Beisil holds that the Pesach can be interpreted to include olos as the Pesach states, Lashem unto Hashem, which implies call to Lashem. Anything that is offered to Hashem in connection to the Chag may be brought on Yantav. Aval Nadar Nadavos, However, everyone agrees that vowed or donated offerings, whether Ol or Shlomim, may not be offered on Yantav. So the Pesach cruise on a yacht provided a mikvah for the more Machmir passengers who wanted to change Chaburas, as well as hands on demonstrations on how to do smicha on a Chagiga and Ozreiya. For those who correctly answered on which Chag, a toda may be brought. Which reminds us we have a three-way mochot regarding which yantav may a toda be offered. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden. Wish you a great day and great learning.